live from America. We're listening to the Hip Hop Patriot. Jeremy Harrell. Gentlemen, you know what time it is. It is 11 o'clock Eastern Time. And you are locked and loaded right here on LFA TV, live from America. And I am your ever so humble, God-fearing, God-loving host of the show, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot. And I'm broadcasting, as always, from the Live Free or Die Granite State of New Hampshire, folks. And I want to say thank you very much for being here uh, on Rumble. Please share the video, like the video as soon as you come in. Get it out to your Telegram pages, your Gabs, your True Socials, your Facebooks, your Twitters. We had an absolutely amazing widely watched show last night. Yes, we got a big, big rally tomorrow in Texas. LFA TV won't be there. But we got a big rally in Texas going on tomorrow with Donald J. Trump. And I want to give a big shout out to Sean Farish and Brennan. By the way, you guys should follow their locals pages uh their locals page which i believe is locals um dot com slash sean ferris uh support and uh if you guys check them out and follow their locals page uh they do a broadcast tonight on locals which is absolutely phenomenally funny that's a hard thing to say phenomenal phenomenally funny joe biden could never say those two words together could he eli he could never say phenomenally funny I don't even think most of the LFA hosts could say that. It's incredibly hard to say. Joe Biden is a phenomenal level. Sean Ferris dot locals dot com, ladies and gentlemen. Check him out tonight. It's going to be absolutely hilarious. Jeremy says, I look nervous. Nervous? Come on now. I never look nervous. Everybody asks me, why are you so dressed up today? Well, I'm not so dressed up today. I've got a shirt and a tie on. And the reason why is because I have a uh, father-daughter lunch today, and we like to pray, dr- play dress-up on that day. But, uh, but don't get it twisted. I'm not going to say that uh, the, the best-dressed host on TV isn't somewhat of an influence, because I know he's watching right now, and he's going, oh, amazing, incredible, look at the way he's dressing. Ah, that's Mike Crispy, ladies and gentlemen. You can catch him 
at noon today, right after me. Uh, so we got about 2,500 people watching. Thank you very much. If you're listening on the um, uh, podcast on iHeartRadio, thank you very much. Give us a five-star review. Uh, always make sure that you are downloading our app, LFA TV app on your mobile device. But if you download the app, you must give us a five-star review, please, please, please. Thank you, Nurse78. God bless you. Uh, Krispy Kreme coffee. Exactly. Exactly. I love Mike Crispy. He's awesome. His, if you go back and somebody said good impression of Mike. If you go back and watch Mike Crispy's uh, short clip from yesterday, you will laugh through the entire thing. It is the probably the best short clip that I have ever seen in my life. I'm a big fan of the Mike Crispy show. However, I do want to start off today, if I can, uh, playing a video from Marjorie Taylor Greene. And why am I playing this? Well, ladies and gentlemen, hold on, hold on. Marjorie uh, has basically vowed uh, to make it her priority to go after uh, the D.C. Gulag and to get these people out of prison, to get these people out of jail. Okay. now we can have our own personal differences with uh, Marjorie, as I do. But when you do something this stand-up-ish, when you do something this strong as a Republican, as a woman in Congress, it does, be- it does uh, demand respect. It demands respect because nobody else is fighting for January 6th like this. So uh, let's go ahead and play the cold open video today. Ladies and gentlemen, Marjorie Taylor Greene. Jail is a very bad jail, and it's mismanaged, and they violate people's human rights. And it's not just Republicans that are upset about the jail. It's Democrats as well. Here's what's concerning, Chris. We've had a lot of reports from families and attorneys. They have told us that over the past week, the January 6th defendants have had to spend their time scrubbing and cleaning and painting the walls in the area that they have to stay in the area that they're forced to be housed Ugh. in, sometimes forever, for up to 23 hours a day. The last time I was there, there was uh, we could smell drugs. We could. It was disgusting. Um, so I'm I'm hoping that more members go. Uh, I will tell you, Chris. Unfortunately, there's two names missing from the list, and that's Corey Bush and AOC. And I'm really shocked that Cori Bush isn't on my list to attend the tour because she's always talking about prison and jails. Um, and she says that those are her people. So she should have been on my list and, and hopefully she makes one of the next tours. She should have been on the list. Cori Bush is a loser. And so is uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. I believe we have the loser soundbite. I'm a loser. They are. They're all a loser. Cori Bush loser. has no IQ whatsoever. And I'm not what I appear to be. Carol Leek says Suzanne Monk is also fighting for those J6ers. Bless all those people. Well, I'm, I was talking about people that were elected. Nobody's fighting harder. However, people that are not elected, nobody has fought harder than uh, Suzanne Monk. Okay? She was fighting before anybody was fighting. So I'd give it to some people like uh, Mickey... Um, uh, Mickey, uh, who's Ashley Babbitt's mother, and uh, and Suzanne, they've been fighting since day one, and that's incredible. That is absolutely incredible. Matter of fact, when we had Suzanne on uh, with us down in uh, CPAC, uh, I gave her that credit, because, and, and she cried. She bawled to me off air. She said, nobody has ever acknowledged the work that I've done down here. And I said, Suzanne, you called me day one. You called me day one. So you know what? Uh, even though I've got a little bit of a, a, um, a bone to pick with Marjorie, that's a personal bone. Outside of that, hey, you gotta you gotta give credit where credit is due, and uh, I will I'll give her credit for that. Anybody who fights for those January six political prisoners, kidnapped hostages, 
then I will always, always, always commend them for that. Now, I'd like to say thank you to the following monthly donors. Deborah Hayward, thank you so very much. Uh, by the way, Murray and Patricia Campbell, they donated $200 yesterday as a one-time donation. And I want to say thank you for that very, very much. Um, also, monthly donor, uh, Sonia Leal, Diana Post. She donates $50 a month. That's incredible. Um, Rita, Rita Maniak, uh, Frederick Gifford, Keith Toborg, Brad Bartlett. Thank you very much, sir. Kyle Madison, Patrick Merrick, Michelle Smith, Sherry Van Manen, Regina Davis, Kent and Alta Barnett, Carol Nolan, Jackie Summers, how I love you, Judy Oxley, and Sandra Kleck. I want to thank each and every one of you for your monthly donations, your tithing, if you will, to this show to make sure that this show will always stay on air. And uh, the more I can do in other places... Uh, like the store and the coffee, by the way, which the American Pecan comes back next week and the uh, decap version comes back next week. Just got the uh, the notification today, so that's cool. So that kind of stuff helps me actually have the other hosts, right? Some of the sponsors that we have help us have the other hosts. So, you know, any, any way you guys can help, I just want to say thank you, and I appreciate you from the bottom of my heart. We read some great letters this morning on Rise Up. Um, and you know, the, the family is growing, we're getting bigger, we're getting stronger and we're doing it with God at the center. So hold on. What did that just say? I started becoming a, mo- a monthly donor and my name is not mentioned says a, a uh, Giglio 16, a Giglio 16, a, gi- a Giglio, a, gi- a Giglio. I don't know what your actual name is. Uh, it's not that your name's not mentioned for uh, any specific reason. It's that the, I only, I grab like the first 10 of that day and then I just say thank you. Otherwise I'd be reading for, you know, 20 minutes, but I do thank you very much for becoming a monthly donor. Very, very much. Uh, it, 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 it's amazing. Uh, we couldn't do it without you. And for those who donate during do the rumble rants during the show, that helps our slurp fund and that helps keep Eli employed. His entire salary is paid off that. It's the only way we could bring him aboard. So we put trust in God and we put faith in God and uh, God weighs it on your heart. So we just want to thank you all. And again, do not forget to download the app. As you know, this is Friday. So this is only our one live from America day today. And that means that Will Johnson will be ending the day after Moody with Isabella tonight. Okay. Monthly donor with Heather Lynn. Thank you very much. Uh, thank you to all the monthly donors, says Cindy. Um, Peace rate. Thank you very much. Um, all of you guys, you're all amazing. Okay, here we go. March 24th. It is indeed my prerogative to bring out change in people's lives. Have we not seen change here? Ah, folks, have we not seen change? Not only in me, but with everybody that watches the show. I think we have. I think we have. You can be part of the process, but remember that I am the author and the director of the drama. You need to follow my script rather than creating your own. Trust in my love and my unsearchable wisdom. I can work changes in your loved one's lives as well beyond anything that you might ask or imagine. Matthew 28, 18 says, Then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. And then from Psalm 143, 8, it says, Let this morning bring me word of your unfailing love. For I have put my trust in you. 
Show me the way I should go, for to you I lift up my soul. Folks, I got to tell you, how many of you actually have done it? Happy birthday to Ruby Slippers. Okay, we'll sing that right after this. Ruby, happy birthday. We'll sing it to you right after this. How many of you have done it? How many of you have taken the challenge? And that is waking up every day and putting a smile on your face as soon as your feet hit the ground. And thank God. How many of you have put God in the morning, put him first and said, wherever you're going to take me today, God, I will follow. How many of you have done it? Because I'll tell you this, if you've done it and then you've kind of regressed and not done it again, I'll bet your day was not nearly as good as the day was when you did that. I'll bet you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Ruby. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, Ruby. God bless you. And then we've got Chris's birthday, who's on Sunday. He said 63 laps around the sun. Happy birthday to Chris. Happy birthday to Chris. I hope you have a wonderful birthday. Happy birthday to Chris. I had to change it up a little bit. You know what I mean? I had to change it up a little bit. I uh, thank God every morning, Buckbuster said. That's amazing. That is amazing. All right, let's get to the first and foremost section. Let's first say our Lord's prayer and uh, ask the Lord to bless this, na- uh, this nation. Ask the Lord to bless your homes. Ask the Lord to bless, bless this podcast and this network. Here we go. Our fathers who art in heaven, our fathers, our father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. I love that line. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Our fathers. What is this, a pronoun day for God, he, they? Actually, if you go back in old scripture, when it talks, when it's, uh, when we're going back to Genesis, and it says that God uh, created Adam and Eve and called him he, um, he, him, and then them when he created them, it's kind of weird that it does say that in the, if you go way back. Uh, but I don't think that's not what he, I don't think that's, uh, he had the, uh, the pronoun war, uh, the alphabet mafia pronoun war in his mind when he did that. What's that, Eli? Yeah, he had preferred pronouns. And it was he, him for a man. And she, Shem, or she, she, her <laughs> for a female. All right, let's get to a first and foremost section of the day, folks. Uh, thank you again for being here. And by the way, do not forget... Go to JeremyHerald.com or go to LFATV.us. Download the app. Make sure you have it. Give us a five-star review, and let's get busy. Here we go. The MAGA Republicans, baby. They're cleaning house in the House of Representatives, and they're not letting House Democrats get away with any of their Adam Schiff any longer. Let's go to the video. You're going to love this. Folks, I think we experienced a Democrat insurrection in the House of Representatives yesterday. And what I loved about this is that this committee, this oversight committee said, all right, we're done. We're done. Let's check this out. Murder is one too many. But you can't legislate away evil. 
Uh, gun control in Mexico is very strict. In fact, for all intents and purposes, it's very difficult for an average Mexican citizen, although the Constitution says they can own a gun, it's very difficult for them to do so. And also, every single firearm in Mexico is supposed to be registered. Mexico has 124 million people. I, oh, 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 ma'am, ma'am. Okay. All right. Officer. Get her out of here. Please remove that woman. Please. Yes. Officer, please. No you're BS. You're, you're breaching protocol and Get out in the committee room. He never took anyone away. No, no. Officer, please remove her. And remove the gentleman, too. <laughs> and I'm going to read a statement for the other uh, folks in attendance. Remove this guy, too. The, if the he's committee everybody, welcomes the public to this meeting. We have people on both sides of the aisle. We have people on both sides of the aisle that uh, not only up here but in the audience that have differing opinions. While you are welcome here, I want to point out to the members and to the audience in attendance today, House Rule 11 provides that the chairman of the committee may punish breaches of order and decorum by censure and exclusion from the hearing. All participants will be required to avoid unruly behavior and inappropriate language. Expressions of support or opposition are not in order. I expect all parties to these proceedings to conduct themselves at all times in a manner that reflects credibility on the House of Representatives. Watch us. Okay. Now I'm going to reclaim my time. But there's a decorum that should be adhered to. So, Mr. Bosco, your brace is not a ghost gun, correct? Is this an insurrection? <laughs> so will they be held to the same... Uh, I don't want another January 6th, do we? Yeah, if Mr. they're Bosco. trying to overthrow the government, they ought to be held to the same standard, but I think they're trying to express their... Oh, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, shut your mouth, too. Shut your mouth, Members too. Members out of line. Point of order. The gentleman's time has expired. Yeah, and here's a point of order. You weren't uh, here to begin with. with. Ms. Jackson Lee went four and a half minutes over. We said that we were going to take, I was going to take one additional minute, and Mr. Biggs was going to take one additional minute. She went over by four and a half minutes. Mr. Bosco, you invented the pistol brace after witnessing a disabled combat veteran. Struggled to shoot while... Capital City going to do their jobs? Does the Capitol Police not do their jobs? <laughs> what the hell's going on? <laughs> All right. This hearing's recessed. Yes! I love it. I love the way that Democrat member said, well, if they were trying to overthrow the government, that's one thing, but people pro Shut your mouth, too. I'm the chairman of this committee. Shut your mouth or you can, get, uh, you can get removed too. Capital City Police, do your damn jobs. Shut your mouth. I've got the gavel now. Right, Eli? I got the rock now, baby. I got that rock now. What's the matter? You don't like it when, uh, when somebody knows how to act like a real adult in the room? You don't like that? Huh? <laughs> That's amazing. That woman just said one thing. Me, me, me. He said, get her out. And then that guy said, hey, what the heck? Get him out too. <laughs> screw you, screw you, screw you. You're cool. <laughs> Absolutely amazing. And then that, uh, it sounded like Jerry Nadler. I, I don't think it was Jerry Nadler though. I'm, I, they don't have a close up on who said it. Um, but uh, it did sound like uh, Mr. Poop Pants himself. But either way, what I like about this 
is that these are not your typical GOP Republicans. I knew that we were going to have a MAGA Republican-controlled House of Representatives when we took the House of Representatives. And I've been waiting for this. I have been waiting for this. I have been waiting for somebody with a backbone to get into these hearings and tell these people to shut their mouths. And if you don't shut up, get them out. And if you don't want, and if you still don't want to shut up, meeting adjourned. See you later. It did sound like Nadler, though, didn't it? It's like the penguin from Batman. But anyway, it didn't stop there, ladies and gentlemen. Matt Gates again was on fire yesterday. I seem to think, if you ask me, no more uh, establishment 2028. I'm ready to make room for uh, Matt Gates. Now, you guys might not, may not agree with me because he's still young and he's got this and he's got that and all this, but I think Matt Gates is going to make a great president someday. He's going to be far more like Trump or Trump-esque than uh, Ron establishment, Ron to Saturday Night Fever, Ron to Shorty would ever do. Let's go to Matt Gates. Um, the report, I believe, supported ATF's action in cataloging records to stop crime. I'll read from it. It says, a technical defect allows ATF agents to access data, including purchaser data, beyond what ATF policy permits. Do you take any umbrage with that conclusion? ATF has been collecting out-of-business records pursuant to a law signed by Ronald Reagan, and President Trump digitized more records than any other president. I don't care who did it. I'm just worried about the impact on my citizens. And I would acknowledge there may be Republican presidents who didn't do enough in the 80s to protect our gun rights. But on this finding, the ATF had to delete 252 million records, didn't they? So this is a tool that's helped solve 50% of crime. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Did they have to delete 252 million records? What I know about this tool is that it's Th- a That's how I'm asking tool. you. Did they have to delete? Yes. You said you're aware of the report. Go. Is that conclusion correct? They had to delete 252 million records. I'm not aware of that line, but what I'm aware okay. of is the tool. Well, I, I'll, I'll, tool. I'll represent to you that that's what had to happen. The fact that the government collected 252 million records that was beyond the law, beyond policy, Never approved according not to me, not to my fellow Republicans, but to the GAO. Should that be concerning to us, that scope of records being collected? ATF's collection of -of out-of-business records was fully compliant with the law. That's not what the GAO said, so you disagree with the GAO report. Well, there's two (laughs) points they made. One is the collection of -of out-of-business paper records that that FFLs keep. The second piece was the collection of electronic records that FFLs keep. And what the GAO said was they, the electronic records were not being converted sufficiently. And that's right. what ATF so that's why they had to, to become them. in compliance they had illegally, with Because the they had gone beyond their authority. You see, that's, that's the concern of my constituents. When they go beyond their authority, and you may find those things virtuous, but no one elected you. They elected us to make the laws. And when we make the laws and they don't follow them, then people's rights get diminished. Another area is this issue of the arm braces. Now, in Mr. Wilcox's testimony, he says that an arm brace makes a weapon more powerful. Mr. Bosco, you know a lot about arm braces, Watch this. don't you? I do. Do arm braces make firearms more powerful? They do not. They do not. Wow. Does it concern you that the witness that the Democrats brought would, would make such a claim that is, is obviously disproven by any utilization of those arm braces? I hope that my testimony today can help everyone here understand that the brace does nothing to make the weapon any more dangerous than it already is. And so when you've got the ATF going beyond their authority, collecting 252 million records that they have to destroy, well, that can just be explained because they're doing their best. But when Americans get inadvertently converted to felons because 
the ATF has exceeded their authority, there is no such grace for them, is there, Ms. Ware? Uh, that would seem to be the case under the, the recent policy change to zero tolerance. Zero tolerance for our fellow Americans when they're trying to exercise their rights and protect their Amen. liberties, but all the tolerance in the world for a corrupt bureaucracy that is violating the law, exceeding their authority, and collecting records that they have no business collecting. Um, I would make this final observation. I had the great privilege to spend two years on the House Judiciary Committee with the gentlelady from Missouri, and while she and I disagree strongly on this issue, her beliefs are sincere, and they are strong, and they are powerful, particularly when she expresses them. And so when she says to people that she wants to defund the police, she means it. And when she says in this committee meeting that gun violence is a public health emergency, well, she means that too. And our fellow Americans know the impact of folks up here in Washington declaring everything and anything a public health emergency. It means you're more likely to be locked in your homes, deprived of your freedoms, less healthy, less safe, less secure, and less able to live a truly American life. So know this, when the left talks about this as a public health emergency, get ready to see those enhanced authorities abused by the ATF. And, and not only by the ATF, by the WHO. Since Biden is going to say gun violence is a national epidemic. That's what he's going to say. Biden is going, he's already saying it, and he's already, he's already done the whole uh, WHO giving our sovereignty over to them. He's already done that. So I want you to see what disgusting, hog-like Cory Bush says about your guns. They are coming for them, all of them. And what's crazy about this is that Cory Bush actually took an oath to the Constitution of the United States. Now, before I play this, I want to go back to Matt Gates for a minute. Matt Gates fought on the House floor for us. He fought for Donald Trump. He fought to hold Kevin McCarthy um, accountable. And remember when that Tubelard other representative, I don't even know what the loser's name is, like lashed out at Matt Gates. Matt Gates didn't even flinch. That's the kind of fighter I want for me. That's the kind of fighter I want for me. Matt Gates and I bumped into each other on the street and had a great conversation. You think that Ron DeSantis would bump into me on the street and have a great conversation? First of all, he's four feet tall. I probably wouldn't even see him. Probably look right over him. I want real fighters. I want people who are in it for the right reason. Matt Gates is as close to Donald Trump as I think that we have right now. That's why I'm putting so much stock into him. Okay. And Matt Gates and Marjorie Taylor Greene are now bringing Tara Reid in front of Congress in, in a hearing to have Tara Reid questioned under oath about Joe Biden as they continue to investigate that meat puppet bag of bones. Now let's go to this moron, Cori Bush. For the end of weak gun laws that allow people to buy an assault rifle and kill and traumatize school children, traumatize teachers, and traumatize Grocery patrons. Oh, shut up. Mighty That's what we're coming for. And hog. it doesn't require taking away people's right to bear arms. Our work is about saving people's lives. We will not succumb to the nihilist, insurrectionist view <laughs> of the Second Amendment. We will not allow the apologists for gun violence to win. We will double down on a public health response to the public health emergency that is gun violence in our country. And together, we will end this crisis once and for all. Coming for the end of weak gun law. <laughs> she says that 
The Second Amendment is an insurrectionist Second Amendment. Well, you know what, Cori Bush? I would like you to go around yourself personally, door to door, knock on the door, and ask for people's guns. I would love for you to do that. I would, I would, I'd love it. I'd live stream it. I'd even thank you for doing it. I think that would be the greatest day in American history if Cori Bush herself came to my door or came to all of your doors and said, uh, by the way, we're taking your guns. But let's, let's not see what one moronic loser has to say about it, which is Cori Bush, but let's see what an equally unintelligent, low IQ individual like Sheila Jackson Lee has to say about it. Boosting their gun-related crimes. It is ironic that yesterday, with the two-year anniversary of the massacre of 10 people, <laughs> including a police officer, at the King Super Supermarket in Boulder, Colorado, and Republicans are here today to attack the ATF and mount a yep. defense of every firearms and modification yep. involved in that shooting. Yep. I commend the ATF for their work in identifying a problem and providing guidance to prevent the harm created by the misuse of stabilizing braces, which convert everyday firearms into killing machines. I want to just remind everybody of ghost guns, <laughs> ghost guns that led a shootout in my city, boosting their gun-related crimes. It is ironic that yesterday with the... Two- All right, I'm done. I can't hear her anymore. I can't hear her anymore. Those two together, Cori Bush and Sheila Jackson Lee, together they don't have the IQ of my five-year-old daughter. They are the most dumb individuals I've ever seen. I don't understand how people can be elected if they're not a certain level of... An, uh, they don't have a certain level of intelligence. You know what I mean? How is that even possible? How is it possible that my five-year-old daughter could literally have a, an engaging debate with to- both of those individuals and beat them in a debate? They are that stupid. I'm, I, I don't even think that I would even entertain having an interview with either of them because they're that stupid. Everyone in this room is now dumber. Right, Eli? Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to what you just said. I award you no points. And may God have mercy on your soul. And you guys remember Alex Jones, right? Mao took the guns. Stalin took the guns. This guy took the guns. And if you come for the guns, it's going to be 1776 all over again. You will fall. (laughs) You will not bring humanity down. God is going to destroy you. Hold on. Let's get my other one. A defiler. A A betrayer. A a backstabber. A devil. You know, yesterday I said I wish Alex Jones was on Rumble. And I had a couple people people say, no, I wouldn't want him there. Hey, look, I would love if Alex Jones was on Rumble. Eli, wouldn't you? Wouldn't that make for a great great day to watch Alex Jones on Rumble? I think that would be incredible. I really do. But anyway, folks, all this talk of being patriotic and not patriotic, you know where we are here on LFA. You know where we are here in the LFA family. We are about as patriotic as it gets, which is why I am proud to announce our wonderful sponsor, 4Patriots.com. 4Patriots.com. They got supercharged solar charge bundles. They got all this. They got this, that, and the other. They got BOGO deals. They've got solar panels. They've got food for weeks, months, years that you could bury. Folks, 4Patriots.com has become one of my favorite websites to shop at. 
There's so much stuff here that you can get, but I definitely, definitely urge you to have one of these bad boys right here. You see my cursor right there? Four Patriots solar power generator. You don't need gas because they're shutting down gas stations anyway. They've already put a cap on how many gas stations that you can have in three states. Why? Because they're getting ready to push and force the entire country into electronic vehicles, electric vehicles. And you know that GM and Dodge has said that they're making their last gas-powered muscle cars this year. No more Camaro, no more Dodge Challenger or Dodge um, uh, Charger. Nope. They're going to be electric from here on out. They're going to force the whole country into electric. They're going to make sure that they get rid of gas once and for all. So don't rely on them. Don't rely on electric. Don't rely on gas. Get a solar power generator today by going to 4 slash LFA. Just by doing that, it'll take you right to the site that's automatically $500 off. And then you take that $500 that you save, and you go get that other bad boy right there, which is the sidekick. Okay? You can never have enough. And I got to be honest with you. That big boy, that's powerful. That big boy is powerful. So make sure that, that if you got to save up for it, save up for it. If you got to ask for it for Christmas, ask for it for Christmas. Somebody said Alex Jones is on Rumble. Is he really? No. I'm going to go look. Hold on. Alex Jones. Let's go look. Uh, the Alex Jones show. He is on Rumble. Well, how come I never see it? Oh, it's on like Donkey Kong in a purple thong. Oh, I just peeked, peeked the ears of uh, Vladimir Zelensky over in Ukraine when I said that. Uh-oh, calm down. <laughs> anyway, let's get back to it. And I want to thank very much JL Jazz, who gave $26, just a bit of cash to keep Eli's, uh, to, for Eli's upkeep. Producer work is hard, okay? Producer work is hard, okay? All right, let's get back to it. A federal judge is weighing in on executive privilege for Donald Trump and Judas Mike Pence. Let's get to that story right now. Um, A chief judge uh, by the name of James Boesberg, who's an Obama appointee, by the way, so don't expect too much out of that, uh, is weighing whether special counsel Jack Smith can actually compel or make Judas Mike Pence testify. Even though Trump claimed executive privilege over the uh, former vice president's testimony already, according to Politico, rather than assert executive privilege, Pence will argue that as president of the Senate, he was acting as a member of the legislative body and branch on January 6th and therefore is protected by the DOJ's demands. Trump has also claimed executive privilege over Mike Pence's testimony. Jack, basically, which would compel him that he doesn't have to, that he can't, actually. It's almost like a gag order, almost. Jack Smith is the uh, prosecutor who is, by the way, lost every case or had every case overturned because he's that much of a scumbag. And literally, when you see these people and you see their, their disgusting upkeep and how they keep their beards and everything, you really do believe that cocaine really is a hell of a drug, folks. Cocaine is a hell of a drug. <laughs> <laughs> it sure is. Cocaine is a hell of a drug. Anyway, he's weighing in. He's not made a decision yet about it, but the federal uh, judge did hear arguments Thursday, yesterday, in a dispute between former Vice President Mike Pence and attorneys for President Donald J. Trump and Special Counsel Jack Smith over whether or not Pence can be compelled to testify in Smith's probe of the January 6, 2021 attack on the Capitol. Don't worry, Jack. We're going to get to the bottom of all that for you, you little loser. 
We're going to get to the bottom of all of that for you. Not only are we going to get to the bottom of all of it for you, but we're going to lock up the people that we're gonna are guilty. We're going to lock up the people that are guilty as well. Love Jeremy just the way he is. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate that. Somebody must have said I said something stupid. Let me go back and see. I want to go back and see because I want to catch him in the act. Who? Why? What'd she say? Okay, bye, Marcy. See you later. Thank you. Thank you for your, um, your suggestions. And thank you for your, uh, um, your input on the way the show should be. Um, it's funny, though, isn't it? Because the, the reason why she said she's not going to watch right now or she shuts it off in the first 20 minutes, and it's okay, that's your prerogative to do so. But since you felt your, um, since you felt your, you know, that you had to weigh in on the chat, I will weigh in back because obviously you wanted somebody to say something to you. So, it's funny when I hear this claim. I used to watch Jeremy all the time in the backyard days, but I just can't handle him anymore. His name calling and his screaming has gotten so bad. Then you clearly weren't here then. That's what I have to say about that. You clearly were not here then. You clearly are lying or you're, dis- or you're delusional. Because if you were here then, then you would clearly understand that it was 10 times worse than you say it is right now. So, Marcy, thank you for your input, but you clearly were not here since day one, because if you did, you'd know it was a lot worse. So I do thank you for your input, and you do have a, 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 a freedom to put that input in my chat, but just know if you do so, I will look at it as you need some attention. So I'd like to give it to you. Also, I will say this like I say it all the time. I, I do appreciate when you watch the show. I do appreciate when you, if you donate or if you share. Trust me, I do. I'm not mad at you. But let me announce this to you. This is not an airport. We are not announcing our departures and our arrivals. If you need to fly away, just go. And we'll pray for you. Have a great day. God bless. Peace out. Moving on. An appeals court. A stupid appeals court. <laughs> the name calling has, has blocked Joe Biden's COVID vaccine mandate for federal workers, folks. That's incredible. That's incredible. I love it. I love when Joe Biden loses. The Fifth U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals yesterday upheld an injunction against Joe Biden's tyrannical COVID vaccine mandate for federal workers. And in 2021, if we remember, Biden issued the executive order requiring all federal employees and at that time, even people who were subcontracted to a federal government job that they all had to be vaccinated. Remember that? Well, then the... the uh, we got the win that the, uh, the people that are doing the subcontracting, they didn't have to, but it still stuck for the people that were actually um, employed by the federal government. And now that has been upheld too, and that goes away. Oh, uh, what's the matter, Joe Biden? You just keep losing, huh? You just keep losing, huh? The regime previously argued that Joe Biden has the same power as a CEO of a private organization. <laughs> Too bad he's never been in the private sector in his life, made his living off lying and perjuring everything he ever read, and of course being corrupt and throwing his his uh, his um, 
his one son that's still alive and a crackhead under the bus by making millions and millions of dollars off of him, while that son, who is a crackhead and smokes Parmesan cheese off the floor, was sleeping with his other dead son's wife, while he was sleeping with his granddaughter in the shower. Oh, there's just, what a dysfunctional family. Anyway, you lose again, we win again. Big shout out to the Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals. Amen? Moving on. We all knew it was a Fed surrection from the beginning. And it was funny because this morning, Eli got a, uh, Eli got a, a message this morning said, wow, can you believe it? it is, we have proof now that Feds were actually in the, the January 6th crowd. Eli, is that news to you? Isn't that amazing? Eli and I get so very mad because everybody in our lives think that we're just, what did, what did they say, Eli? Oh, yeah, those guys are cute. They're over there doing their news thing. Meanwhile, we are ahead of Fox News every single day. We're ahead of CNN. We're ahead of ABC. We do our research. We're in the know. We've got our, fo- our finger on the pulse of America. And we get these people to go, did you hear that there was actually feds inside the insurrection that might have caused the whole thing? And we go, oh, no, tell us all about it. <laughs> anyway, let's do our news thing real quick. Proud Boys member Ken Lizardo, if you remember him, who drove founder Enrique Tarrio to the meeting with the Oath Keepers founder on January 5th, turns out was an FBI operative. Well, how about that, Eli? Did you know that? Newsflash, breaking news. Breaking news. But for the normies out there, let's do the story. The Proud Boy member that drove Enrique Tarrio to a meeting with Oath Keepers on January 5th to meet Stuart Rhodes in the parking garage for their brief meeting, was an FBI agent. Well, how about that? Ken Lazardo, FBI agent at the time, and now he refuses to testify in the ongoing Proud Boys trial. Well, that's okay, because you can't refuse to testify in front of the House of Representatives, and we're coming for you. And we're coming for you. Because for the first time in my lifetime, people like me can reach out to the members of the House of Representatives and actually get them to do something about it. So Ken, Lazardo, scumbag, fed boy, fed boy, we're coming for you next. He says, after all, they can't let the jury, I mean, he didn't say this, but after all, they can't let the jury know that the witness won't testify because he's an FBI operative. Because if you let the, witness, the, judge, uh, the, the uh, jury know that there was an actual FBI operative in the mix, well, then that opens up the door to, I don't know, the truth. Can't get that out there, but we'll get it out there. Fed Epps. Hashtag Fed Epps arrest, uh, arrest Epps. And also Ken Lazardo. Stuart Rhodes and Enrique Tarrio met for the first time in the parking garage the night before January 6th protests. The meeting lasted a couple of minutes. Stuart Rhodes discussed this meeting. Uh, in previous interviews, Tarrio was not in D.C. on January 6th, and now we know that his driver was an FBI operative. Julie Kelly exposed this latest FBI operative, Ken Lazardo, in a series of tweets on Thursday. And also putting out all of the paper doc, the documents from court. The DOJ and the FBI do not want Ken Lazardo to take the stand. He might expose the vast FBI operation on January 6th. You see, folks, the truth will always come out. The truth will always come out and we'll always get the truth. Maybe Marcy won't. She's gone now because I am a bad guy. But you know, the truth will always come out. And I'm excited about it. Because we've been under attack by the FBI, the DOJ... The CIA, the FEC, the NIH, 
the CDC, all these alphabet mafia scumbags who have a relationship with the worst alphabet mafia, which is LGBTQIA, pedo plus, have sex with your kid in the corner, LMNOP. So ladies and gentlemen, while America's under attack, you must understand why America's under attack. And you must understand what we can do about the attack that we are under, the specific attack that we are under. This historically exceptional country is being destroyed from the very top. And in the book, America Under Attack, author Gerald Flurry, Flurry exposes the real cause for the crisis. The damage traces back to one man more than any other. You might know him as Barack Hussein Obama. This nation is committing suicide in front of our very eyes, and it's destroying the country for our children. So, ladies and gentlemen, go to AmericaUnderAttack.com. The book is free. It's a free download. Get it now. All literature is free of any cost or obligation. Go to AmericaUnderAttack.com and join the fight having the knowledge. Somebody said they never saw Marcy here before. I don't, I, I don't know. Maybe she was. Maybe she was. I don't know. Long story short, she definitely wasn't here back in the day. I, and I've, maybe she was, because I've actually heard that before. Other people have said, I've watched you for so long, but I just can't take it anymore. Take what? Do you remember when I used to down two, things of, two glasses of bourbon and urinate on pictures of Hillary Clinton's face in the backyard? Do you not remember that? Oh, I was so much more composed and refined back then. It blows my mind. (laughs) I lost all my class, Eli. I lost all my class and I traded it for sass. And now she just left my class. (laughs) Oh, anyway, I guess everybody's entitled to their opinions because like something else, everybody has one. Moving on. How many of you live in the state of Oregon? Raise your hand. (laughs) More like Borgen. (laughs) I'm cracking myself up today, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Anyway, uh, Oregon Democrats are seeking to create a sanctuary state for kids. I wonder what kids would need to find a sanctuary state. Are they Runaway kids? Are they illegal aliens? Nope, not that kind of sanctuary. How about a sanctuary from an abusive family? Nope, not that kind of sanctuary. Maybe it's a sanctuary to get rid of a father who's molesting you or a stepfather or an uncle or a grandfather. Nope, it's not that kind of sanctuary either. Nope. They want a sanctuary state for kids to come get abortions and sex changes without parental consent. Yeah, right? About to be Oregon. Let's get into it. Democrat lawmakers in Oregon are working to create a sanctuary state for minors. For minors, which is against the law, to get abortions or sex changes without parental consent. I wonder how many federal lawsuits that's going to bring from other states. Because that's a federal lawsuit waiting to happen for any parent of any child that ends up running there to get mutilated or have a baby murdered. Somebody said, did you put CBD in your coffee today? No, I just had four cups of coffee and drinking Field of Greens. Let's go. I see this as a federal lawsuit for every single individual family who has their child run to Oregon to get their genitals cut off or their baby murdered. Oh, it's happening. 
the measure, the Reproductive Health and Access to Care Act, if you live in Oregon, you should know this, would allow any persons without regard to age to get an abortion or sex change surgeries, including those that will sterilize them for life without their parents' knowledge or permission. Uh, it wouldn't be a lawsuit that I brought to Oregon. It would be a gun if I was a parent. If anybody did this to my child without my consent, I would be in prison for murder and I would repent to Jesus for the rest of my life for putting a bullet in the eyes of anybody who did this physically to my child. So like I say a million times, yes, that is a threat. I am threatening anybody preemptively. How about I threaten you on credit? That's what we'll call it. I will threaten anybody. If anybody touches my child in any way, shape, or form without my knowledge before their age of 18, I will kill you. I will put you in the ground and you can meet whatever maker you believe in. How about that? Because that's how strongly I feel as a father. So imagine how many other fathers and mothers and mama bears feel that same exact way. Amazing. Mike Crispy was here. I'd have him chime in right now and go, amazing. Because it is. It's incredible what we're having to do these days. Majorva say, what Majorva say? Jeremy, you're supposed to pass, not toke, toke, toke. You are on fire and cracking me up. <laughs> oh, I love the comments. Gotta love the comments. Amazing. Anyway, folks, since we have uh, amazing coming up next, I got to get my butt moving because I got a lot of stories to get to. University of Maryland. Oh, by the way, for people in Oregon, if you need to know the name of that bill again, it is the Reproductive Health and Access to Care Act. Okay? If you need to know what it is, just look it up and you'll find it pretty easily because it's in rotation right now. All right? Moving on. University of Maryland is facing a $10 million lawsuit. But you'll never guess why. The University of Maryland is facing a $10 million lawsuit after shutting down an anti-CCP protest and allowing a CCP drone to harass protesters. Now, you guys know that not only from my talk with Ava Chen the other day when she joined LFA TV to talk about 13579, which is all over my social media, so go find it. You know from that conversation and many other times that I've reported that the CCP is running our universities right now. And if you put your child in a university and you don't know the level of uh, uh, influence that the CCP has over that university, then you're guilty of it yourself. Last month on February 7th, protesters from the new federal state of China, NFSC, were shut down by the University of Maryland, Baltimore, despite having been granted a permit to protest. They were there to protest against Sean Weijian, a CCP-tied billionaire that has publicly defended the regime's human rights abuses and did so peacefully, holding anti-CCP signs and handing out flyers. U.S. Marshals showed up. Well, of course they did. You can't piss off the overlords. U.S. Marshals showed up and police threatened the NFSC protesters with arrest and their permit to, be pro- uh, to protest was revoked. The justification given was a bankruptcy order dated January 13th that the NFSC protesters say they were not bound by. It was issued in a different jurisdiction in a matter completely unrelated to this protest, making the actions of the UMBC and law enforcement completely unconstitutional. So, the NFSC 
has now filed a $10 million lawsuit against the University of Maryland and law enforcement, and I hope they win. Everybody pray for them to win. Moving on. Speaking of millions of dollars, how about let's go up to the tunes of $500 million. Because that's how much money Osama bin wannabe Jack Dorsey just lost in one day. <laughs> God is on the move, on the move. Hallelujah. God is on the move. Hallelujah. I love it. God is making all of these scumbags, these, these God-denying, rebellious, evil cronies, God is literally destroying everything that they ever built. And I absolutely smile from ear to ear when I watch it happen. Jack Dorsey lost a half a billion dollars in one day. His cash app is accused of lying to investors and catering to criminals. Ooh. First Twitter and now his money. I love it. Former Twitter CEO Osama bin wannabe, Jack Dorsey, has had better days. Yesterday, his company, Block, formerly known as Square, took a tumble in the stock market as the price of the company's shares fell by nearly 15%, causing Jack Dorsey's net worth to fall by $562 million, ladies and gentlemen. And that equals a half a billion dollars. Can anybody say that they are happy about this? I know I am. I know I am. Matter of fact, I'm so happy. Go ahead, cue the music. Celebrate good times. Oh, also, let's drain the swamp. Drain the swamp. Drain the swamp. Lock them up. Drain the swamp. Lock them up. Take their money and put them in Gitmo. That's a that's a big hit right there. That's a big hit right there. So, having said that, there's no way that I can say that without telling people to protect your money, so you don't end up. Well, you wouldn't end up like Osama bin wannabe anyway. But your money might be drained without any fault of your own, with no fault of your own. And again, folks, I cannot preface this enough by saying GoldCo is not for you to go invest and become rich, okay? GoldCo and precious metals are for you to secure the worth of your dollar so that Joe Biden and other people can't destroy the value of that dollar and then take the physical dollars and send them to the leather thong wearing scumbag queer guy over there running Ukraine called Volodymyr Zelensky because that is what's happening with your dollars, Okay, and sooner or later, you're going to go get the money out of your bank and they're going to go, we're sorry, we don't have enough to give you. Switched over to T uh, Patriot Mobile today, Christian owned cell phone service. We're actually going to be bringing them on as a sponsor soon. So I'm glad you did that. And I'm glad that somebody here knows it. But anyway, first of all, uh, folks, go to goldco.com slash live or call 855-559-3433. Go to Goldco. There should be a jingle for that, I think. Right? Then we'd remember it better. Anyway, moving on uh, real quick, folks. Jesus will not be canceled. We've got good news coming out of Jerusalem, coming out of Israel. Let's just cue that music, especially after that daunting story that I told you last night. Go ahead. A tweet in Hebrew and English that, quote, we will not advance any law against the Christian community. Of course you Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu responded to a chorus of concerns by U.S. evangelical Christians and declared that he will not allow a bill introduced by 
by two ultra-Orthodox members in Israel's Knesset to become law. The measure would have made it a criminal offense to persuade anyone to convert to another religion. Knesset members Moshe Gavni and Yaakov Asher from the United Torah Judaism Party, part of Netanyahu's ruling coalition, proposed the legislation. While the measure would have applied to all religions, it specifically singled out Christians. Many Christians feared the law would ban even mentioning the gospel or their faith in Jesus. Netanyahu has been a close friend of evangelical Christians for decades, and his announcement allayed fears among Christians that the measure would become law. Netanyahu declared in a tweet so, in Hebrew... I've not always been the biggest fan of Benjamin Netanyahu, but I've not really never... I, not, I never really not liked him either. But I do think that that deserves the Smarty Award of the Day. So let's go ahead and give Benjamin Netanyahu the Smarty Award of the Day for understanding that... You will never cancel Jesus. What are you... Don't be dumb. Come on. You can't cancel the Lord and Savior of this world. Now to end the show, and I'm not going to stop. Everybody's going, Jeremy, why don't you just stop? Because I am not going to be bamboozled again by another Mike Judas Pence. And I want to say good job to Representative Troy Nels because Representative Troy Nels has come out in public and said, Donald Trump is living in Ron DeSantis' head. And Ron DeSantis is not ready to lead the Republican Party for the presidential nominee for 2024, especially not after the Trump dig and not standing up for him. That is why I absolutely love Troy Nellis because that was a powerful move to say. That was a powerful thing to say. He says he, he cannot run the Republican Party. He cannot lead the Republican Party. And he's just going to need to have to sit back and he's going to have to wait. Donald Trump is living in Ron DeSantis' head rent-free. Donald Trump is living in everybody's head rent-free. That's just what Donald Trump does. And now, ladies and gentlemen, I had to show you this. It's incredibly scary. It's incredibly weird. But uh, I think I sense a little bit of Ron, uh, I mean Kamala Harris, cackling Kamala Harris in Ron DeSantis. Check this out. You broke it on the new Watergate. <laughs> but I have to put it to you, Governor. You broke it on the new Watergate. What is he doing? One more time. But I have to put it to you, Governor. One more time. You broke it on the new Watergate. But I have to put it to you, Governor. That's just creepy. That's just creepy. Okay? It's creepy, okay? Like the creepy porn lawyer who's now doing time in prison, picking up the soap where Michael Cohen left off. And if you keep messing around, Ron establishment, Ron de Shorty, then I'm gonna Ron to stomp your ass. <laughs> All right, I'm done. I'm done. I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, on the way out, make sure that you rumble this video. Do not forget to go to jeremyherald.com as we've got massive, massive deals trying to get rid of everything we have in the store because we got a lot of new merchandise coming next month and we got the new coffee coming next week. God bless each and every one of you. Thank you so very much. I know it's Friday, but try to give everybody else the same love that you gave me. We got Mike Crispy coming up next. <laughs> Says Ron DeShorty. Uh, so make sure you check out uh, Mike Crispy. There are right ways. There are wrong ways. But there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest out. Keep your head up high. Because you are a child of God. And no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. I love you guys. Have a great evening. Have a great weekend. Peace out. <laughs>